Well, I should start with saying Happy New Year, and I'm sending you all the blessings that God has for you in 2022. I want to share this word because I think it's exciting, and I, and I know that this is the word that the Lord has for each of you listening, because there is such a plan and such a purpose in this year for you with God. So as you saw from the title, that this is a year of excellence, and I don't want you to be scared about the title, but this is the year that God has planned for you, and I want to share with you what that can look like. If this is your first time, um, I'm, I'm Lisa Hawkins. I've written the book Christian Warrior Woman. Um, it was a bestseller on Amazon. And feel free if you want any deeper learning or deeper meaning about what's discussed today or some of the other subjects on this podcast, you can order the book via Kindle um, or get the physical book, which to be honest, there's a lot of questions behind each chapter. So having the physical copy would probably be um, more impactful for you to keep all your notes and stuff together. So Let's get at it in 2022. And this is a word that's not only for you, but it's for me as well. This is a year of working on the talents and the giftings that God has sown in me to use in an excellent manner for his kingdom. I'm sure as each of you are aware, especially if you live in the U.S. or really anywhere in the world, you'll notice that we're living in a very hmm, stressful, trying time. And what's even more interesting, a lot of the stress is in believers. And we're not going to go into what the word says about in the last days, but we want to talk about who we can be during this time, because many of us have chosen to be part of the the story, part of the stress versus being part of that bright light that is shining. And so I call each of you that are hearing my voice to be in 2022, a time of excellence, your best self, your best gifting. So you might say, Lisa, well, how would I do that? Um, I'm not perfect. I didn't use the word perfect. I used excellent. And can you be excellent? Yes. What is one area that you can be excellent? Well, let me share two points with you. One, we're going to share about nine scriptures that will tell you what the word says and what God says about us being excellent. But the other piece is that each of us have our own seed. And what do seeds do, right? The Lord knitted each of us in our mother's wound. And I think in 2022, if we as believers can be our authentic self, fulfilling and executing our own God-given talents, we will be moving in the spirit of excellence. You see, whether in church, 
outside the church, whether at the workplace or whether watching other single people, other married people, we spend a lot of time trying to be like others. And you say, well, Lisa, I don't. Well, there may be some of you who don't. But if you spend a lot of time on social media and you're following um, other people's lives, then you're more than likely spending a lot of time wishing to be someone else or maybe envious of someone else's talent. Instead of spending that time on your own personal gift, making, taking your gift level of something that you may say, oh, I just naturally do that. And maybe on a scale of one to 10, you're at a seven. Well, why don't you work on getting your level of training or development from your seven to a 10? Instead of maybe spending time watching and wishing to have someone else's talent that you'll never have and that you're spending and wasting time watching someone else excel at something that you weren't called to do. For example, I know for me, business and managing people is my gift. Um, You know, working with people to help them realize Their gifting is a gift the Lord has given me. I can cook, but I don't believe that's my natural gifting. Now, my husband thinks I make a lot of, um, that I can cook and make a lot of good dishes, but I don't wake up thinking about what I'm going to cook today. I don't wake up thinking about sewing curtains Whereas someone else, I have relatives that they can sew. They don't need a pattern. They don't need anything. You give them a needle and thread and some fabric and they can whip up an outfit. Well, that's never been me. So I can try to be like my relative. But if that's not what my gifting is from God, I'll be trying and there's nothing wrong with trying to to do something But if I'm not executing my natural gifting, I could lead myself to being very frustrated, right? Because if I'm sitting trying to sew like someone else, who that's their natural gifting, I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be probably disappointed. So it's the same thing. In ministry, I always hear people Oh, I'm going to be maybe the next, they're going to be the next Joyce Myers, or they're going to be the next Cindy Trim, or they're going to be whatever, whatever. No, just be the, the better you. They are who they are because God gave them their gift. And we, the world is waiting for you to be your, to, to show and share your gift. So all these gifts that gifts that God has given us is for what? It's for the world and for the people in your sphere of influence to be, to enjoy. So if you're a good cook, then you're going to have people wanting to be around you, to fellowship with you, to eat with you, right? If you're a good speaker, 
You're going to have people who want to sit and hear you. If you're a good singer, your people are going to sit there and want to truly enjoy hearing your voice. If you're a good provider, then you're going to be a good provider for your children. So in 2022, the word that God wants to give you is to focus on being your best self. And how do you accomplish that is in spending time in God's word. When someone states that they're not sure about what they're supposed to do or I don't know, um, the first question we should ask is how much in time in your day are you giving to being in God's word? Because the first place that we can begin this journey of excellence is really engaging ourselves with our creator, our savior, and getting in tune with allowing us to reduce the noise, reduce the noise of TV, reduce the noise of gossiping or spending time worrying about other people trying to fix other people. Let's spend 2022 fixing our own heart, our own mind, our tongue. You know, that that takes a lot of work. And allowing our light to shine bright. If we can do nothing else, there are people watching each of us. They can either be encouraged watching us Or they can be discouraged and say, hmm, I don't need their religion. I'm I'm a better person in what I'm doing than watching them and they profess, profess a God. We don't need to walk around with stickers and cliches of I love the Lord, but we can't show grace and love to one another. We can't listen to someone else's experience. We can't share that we may not have a similar life experience. So maybe then we shouldn't make judgments or make comments on what we have no experience on. But maybe in our prayer time and in our reading our word, we can ask God to give us revelation, to give us words of encouragement to things that we don't understand to give to God things we can't control to give to God. This is a year that we need to check ourselves. We need to do our own physical and spiritual checkup on how we are operating and living and breathing in this world. We have to remember that what we say and do is not only before men, but it is before God. And Have we lacked that reverential fear? Do we not know that what we do in secret, what we do in private, what we think when we're alone about others, God is aware of? And does it line up with his word? So it doesn't matter if you're in a job that you don't like. Doesn't matter if you're in a marriage where you're not happy or feel fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you're unemployed 
and feel like you have no hope. That's not, you are not hopeless. The word of God, your prayers before God, we have to stop smiling and being those perfect people in front of other people. We go to church to impress people on how perfect or good we are. We need to remove all of these false faces and false um, identities that we're walking around wearing, including myself. You know, when people ask us how we're doing, we need to admit we need prayer. God is doing something like for myself. I can say God is doing a new thing in me. And so when I talk to friends or talk to anyone, I'm like, oh, child, pray for me. Because I want, I have no idea what the Lord is going to do. But what I know that I have to do is I have to draw nearer to him, to hear him clearer, and that his word and that relationship. And when I felt some of the confusion of, oh, Lord, I'm not sure, and I just feel like I'm spinning wheels, I started putting things in, the pl- in its place to entertain myself, to keep my mind occupied. And the Holy Spirit had to ask me, well, how can you hear him if you're filling your space and time with things that have nothing to do with your call? So I want you to hear these scriptures and, and, and pray and ask God for your own, which one of these may reach your heart and your soul. So if we look at verses about excellence in the Bible, you can look at 1 Corinthians nine twenty four through 25. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. So what I love about this is go into strict training. Go into, you know, start a Bible study. Don't start the year in January where you're only focused on January being your fasting month, your time of um, where I'm going to go after God in January and I'm going to go after my own fleshly ideas for the next 11 months. Let's decide to take our behaviors and our strict training that's in January and bring that into every month. That doesn't mean you're fasting for 12 months, but it means maybe you fast for a day or two a week. Imagine what that might do to your health your strength, your mind, that if you took two days out of seven or one day out of seven to be in strict training for the Lord. Okay, let's go to 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, you know, let's do it for the Lord. We make choices every day about what we eat, what we drink, what we allow to come out of our mouths, don't we? But do we 
But do we really pay attention to what we're saying, what we're eating, and what we're drinking? So when we say whether that scripture says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. What is, you know, have you ever thought of what glory means? For the glory of God. Wow, to excel the gospel, to bring blessings to other people, to bring exaltation for people to give God praise for what you're doing, for choices you're making. When we look at Daniel 6.3, now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Daniel didn't just wake up one day and, and was excellent. But when you read, it's the choices he made, the decisions he made. Okay? Let our faith, let our, how we work in the workplace, let's move to excellence. Let's be noticed for being honest, having integrity, for not being a part of the office gossip or the mumblers and grumblers in the workplace or in the church. When we look at first, and look at Titus 2, 7 through 8, in everything, can we say that again? In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Oh, I love that. In your teaching, I think of that also as in my working, in my behavior, in my mouth, in the words that come out of my mouth. Let me show integrity, seriousness, and soundness. Man, I need to say this every day. Titus 2, 7 through 8, that needs to be my, my, daily, my daily bread. <laughs> That's what I need to call it, my daily bread. When we look at Titus 3, 14, our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order to provide for urgent needs and not live unproductive lives. It's, it just reminds me of what I talked about a few minutes ago. If we are finding ourselves frustrated and not happy, did you ever think it's because you're out of the will of God or out of the purpose? We could be Christians and out of the will, out of our calling. We could be striving to be a millionaire, striving to have a big house, striving to have a fancy car but we're not striving for what the Lord has called us to do. Do we put that same energy into knowing the word, sharing the word, being a light to the world, or are we stressing and striving to keep up with our neighbors, our friends, people on TV or people on social media? 
Matthews 5:14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, Matthew teaches us that Christians are set apart. Do you not, do people not see the difference between you and people who are atheists or people who claim to not be believers? In the last two years, Christians' behavior has been confusing. Are you part of that? Or are you part of being set apart? Are you part of being looked at for wisdom? Daniel one twenty. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. Wow. Has God given you words for people to encourage them? To uplift them? You know, when what I've learned is when you feel low, when you feel stressed and depressed is when you need to get up and help somebody. Get away from your own stress and strife. Help someone else out of a ditch. Help someone else see God. So that even through your rough time, you have faith that God will come through for you. See, we can't be the bipolar Christian that when things are great, we love the Lord, we serve the Lord, we're in church praising and looking good. And when things aren't going well, we're hidden somewhere moaning and complaining about how God doesn't love us or God's word isn't true. Mark 7, 36 through 37, Jesus commended them not to tell anyone. But the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Many of you are uneducated, unskilled. And when you seek God, you have talents beyond a college degree person. I have seen anointed people of God with no degree that can share more wisdom, more knowledge, can be more impactful than people with PhDs. Don't allow your lack of qualifications by man's standards to deny you to be a blessing to others. Who qualifies you? The Word of God. God qualifies you to teach, to preach, to share. You have a testimony that is worth sharing that no one can rob, steal, or destroy, but only can be enlightened and blessed and learned from. So I want you today to be women and men of excellence. We have a God that only wishes us good. He planted a seed and had us born in this hour to excel 
every person listening, you are a woman and a man that can excel in your God-given talent. God-given talent has nothing to do with being a millionaire and having a lot of money, but it has to do with being a light and shining bright. And it has to do with you exposing Christ to others. You see, we are Christ to people. He is within us. So when we show love, when we show compassion, when we show mercy, when we show forgiveness, we are sharing Christ. When we extend our hand, when we look in the eyes of someone suffering and we say, I will walk this out with you. That is Christ to them. So how does his seed come out? His seed bears light. His seed bears fruit. Because everyone that recognizes Christ in us and hears words that they know that only God has shared with them and it comes from us, then they know the will of the Lord. They know that God has been among them that day. They know that God sent you that day. So what I want you to do as an exercise and ending is I want you to think about these scriptures and whichever one really resonated with your heart to really read that and say it several times to yourself and pray to the Lord to illuminate and to give you the courage the faith and the determination and that strict training mindset to draw nearer to him in 2022. That when you're confused, when you feel lost and you feel like whining, complaining, or using your tongue for more than love and peace and joy, that you'll turn to his word, you'll turn to your knees. Then I want you to make a list of what you believe the seeds that God has implanted in you that could be turned into excellence. And just write, keep writing that list. Your list may have three things. Your list may have one thing. Your list may have 10 things. But then you pray on that list and you use that list in this month to dive deeper into asking the Lord how you can be used to take it forward. And then by faith, walk it out. That doesn't mean you go um, and do something within the flesh, but in your prayer time and in that silent time, meditating, what does the word say to meditate? day and night, to set aside time for God in your day. We set aside time to complain, to worry, and to be stressed. So if you're spinning all the problems around in your mind throughout your day, you're meditating on the wrong thing. I want you to meditate on God's healing power, on God changing your life, on what the Word says. When you start to worry, You grab one of these scriptures or another scripture that reminds you that you're on a path to excellence. 
You're not a path to more stress and more worry and more pain. And even if you have pain, physical pain, whether it's emotional, whether it's sickness, I want you to meditate on that word. And feel the warmth of the Holy Spirit come upon you. Change your mindset. We renew our minds every day, the word tells us. This is how we do it. This is how we come to the end of 2022. And we know that we have been that Proverbs woman. That we have been a son and a daughter of the Most High God. I send you love, peace, and joy, and blessings for you, your family, what you put your hands to, your employer, and everyone that meets and greets you. I pray that the light of the Lord blinds them in love. Have a great year, and I'll be talking to you soon. God bless you.